You're listening to All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hi guys, happy 2020! Oh my god, that's insane. I've been writing 2020 for like the last two months. It Have went you? straight from 2018 to 2020. This is the first in year. My head. Yeah, oh my god. I was just gonna say this is the first year where I feel like I'm prepared in advance of the year to start writing the new yeah. day. Mm. I don't think that I am. Oh, how? It's the end of a decade. I'm too also, busy still thinking about 2019. 2020 is just so easy to write. Yeah. I could never remember that it was 2019. I was always, I yes. still did eights like towards yes. the end of the year. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I did it literally within the last month. I think I wrote 2018. Yeah. Had to pause and really think about it. Yeah. Every Weird. time. Mm. I don't really write the date very often. Oh. Like how do you actually write I the date? I think I down? sign a lot of shit. And you have to write dates when you sign shit. Oh, I don't sign anything. Everything I sign is electronic signatures. I write them on gift cards. Uh, oh, yep, that's a fair call. Of course. Yeah. Anyway, that's a weird ent- <laughs> entrance into the new year. <laughs> How is everybody's holiday? Fab. I haven't been on my holiday yet properly. Oh, uh, because you're about to go away now. And I didn't get any time off over year. Christmas. Well, yeah. I was, but <laughs> retail life. Mm, I, I don't took... know. I've worked every day for 100 days. Except for no, the Has two it days... actually been... Is that actually what it's been? A hundred days? No. 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 Oh, okay. I was like, she's oh. over exaggerating. I've just worked. <laughs> I've just worked normal five days a week, but slightly longer days and slightly busier days. Yeah. Right. For mm. the entirety of. December. Also, you went from a busy November with lots of like racing season and like all that sort of stuff. I yes. Feel, into yeah. This. Yeah. That was it's true. I thrive in that environment. Yeah, so Same. I was mm. covered in bruises because I've just been yeah. like, we have no stock. Just walking into shit. <laughs> yeah. like, trying to find just him. like ramming past people with big tubs. Like, get out of my way. <laughs> people so, that bring trolleys into oh, store. Oh, oh I want to yeah, be like, no. ma'am, remove the trolley. Get out. Like, line up in this giant line and extend the line by a whole trolley's length. I'm like, yeah. Get out. Also, it makes it so much worse because on Boxing Day, I feel like people bring trolleys because they put their children in trolleys. And oh, so they, they walk do. around with their child in the trolley with all of their shopping and then it's yeah. just like a double whammy. And the because... kids are like hanging out of the trolley yeah. and you're like, yeah. sticking like their a fingers. a scooter and like six board games. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Sticking their fingers in eyeshadows and like pulling yes. lipsticks off shelves because they're in a trolley at the right height. Yes. And you're like, oh. Get your child away. Get out. <laughs> anyway, it's not that bad. <laughs> I had a nice getaway in Fingal for my partner's family Christmas. That was so nice. Fingal mm. house looked so amazing. Nice. Oh my yeah. god! Lisa, as Lisa is good at gifting, Lisa is also good at picking bougie Airbnbs. Mm. So if you need, Did to you I, can't, I can't claim this one. Oh. This was, no, this was um, Brenton's sister, but we're basically the same person. So mm. she did really well. And I think if you Google it, it's in Fingal and it one stays. House of the Year. Oh shit! Okay. So wow. if you googled like stays Fingal, you'd probably be able to find it. Yeah. It sleeps like twenty two or something. Pool. In ground. In ground tramp. Amazing. Uh, dog friendly. Beautifully designed and actually had all of these things. You know when you go to a beach house and you're like, oh, we don't have a microplane. Oh, we don't have mm-hmm. a pot. We don't have Tupperware. You know yeah. all that kind of stuff. They had everything. There that's wasn't what a you thing want. That we didn't have. There's nothing worse than a beautiful amazing. house that's not functional at all, and you're yeah. just like, Ugh. yeah, hundred percent. Hate everything. Yeah. How's your? Mine's been alright. I'm having this weird, like, New Year Christmas period. Not that now I. This is weird speaking in, like, future spec, but yes. I need to speak in retrospect. I did nothing planned. I'm in Mornington now. We were in Warrnambool for a little bit, and then, like, we might go to Phillip Island. But it's one of those things where it's like I haven't predefined a day that I'm going to move. So I've just kind of yes. got bags packed, and I'm like, I like oh. that though. Yeah, it's alright. I feel like it's going to go very quickly though, because yeah. I haven't planned anything. Mm. And then at the end, I'll be like, I did nothing. 
Yeah. I always do that. Mm. And then I regret everything because I hate doing nothing. Me too. It gives me anxiety doing nothing. Me too. And then when you do too much, then you don't feel rested at all. It's true. But then when I do nothing, I still don't feel rested. Yeah. So then you may as well do stuff and yeah. not feel rested. Yeah, that's mm. true. Very true. When do you go back to work, Was? Second. Oh. Yeah. I've got a whole Ooh, week on that's you. That's harsh. That is yeah. harsh. I'm straight in on the second. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, to be fair, I'm actually quite lucky that I got off between Christmas and New Year's and it's because my assistant prime manager wanted to work. So oh, bless her soul. Yeah. Literally bless her soul. She Does was she like, family she wanted to avoid. Well, she's Jewish, so Oh, oh praise the Jews, really... praise the Muslims, <laughs> praise them all. <laughs> it didn't really bother her, but she was like to me before when I was thinking about taking it off, she was like, You need it and I was like, Oh, that's okay. so nice. <laughs> Thanks. It's um a good time to work if if you have to though, because no one's actually on doing yeah. anything mm. it's true it's true. true hopefully when i go back i'll have a few days where our brands aren't in yet and i can try and smash out everything that i haven't mm. been able to get done uh since january last year since january <laughs> last year or <laughs> since i took that week away in darwin and i can never catch up oh, oh no. worst yeah. punishing yourself yeah i did had a lot of things that came up in the last week of work but i was like mm-hmm, future alex problems <laughs> so i'm gonna go back to work and be like fuck you past alex <laughs> <laughs> You had so much time back then. Why didn't you just do it? Uh, beauty news. Wait, we haven't talked about what we got for Christmas. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. So okay. Lauren, you start us off. Because yours is going to be the most underwhelming. <laughs> Least festive family ever. Um, I, yeah, I didn't get a lot. Um, That's okay. Not everybody gets a lot. No, it's true. From my dad, I actually went shopping with him and picked it out. So on Christmas Eve, I work right down the street from where my dad lives. And I got this message at like one o'clock being like, I need you to come meet me at this store. And I was like, sorry? And he has like this store that he's obsessed with. Yeah, where he always buys a Christmas present. Where he present always buys yeah. every present for me. And yeah. usually he gets me like what random. What store is it? And how does he always find a suitable gift there? He, it's not always suitable. Oh, <laughs> but like, What was it last year? Oh, last year it was a keep cup. Like a thermal keep cup. Oh, yeah. Which is really lovely. But I don't drink hot liquids. Yeah, that's it. So that was a little bit awkward. So this year he was like, I need you to come meet me. And I was like, dad, it's Christmas Eve. I am so busy. I cannot come. And he yeah. was like, oh, well, well, like, please. Anyway, I felt really yeah, like, bad. I don't want another keep card. Yeah, I was so, like, I don't don't <laughs> so I ran down and I was like, I have five minutes. And he was like, choose whatever you want. Um, yeah, it was nice. So they had some cool clothes. They had like assembly clothes. So I got actually this assembly yes. t-shirt. Nice. And I got a shirt as well, like a linen shirt. So that was nice. And then from my mum, she got my ring fixed, which had broken, which oh, was nice. That's very practical. Yeah, really practical and handy. And I got a voucher to go and get my nails done. Mm-hmm. And that's it. But yeah. And then in Secret Santa, well, Bad Santa, I won a plant, oh. which my brother's girlfriend and I stole off each other about 10 times. And she was really upset that she didn't get it. Oh, you did multiple steals. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's Bad Santa. So when someone steals your present, you can steal someone else's. Mm. So we were sitting next to each other and the plant just literally kept getting like pulled from one side <laughs> to the other. But I got it. You won in the end. What did you get? I got my own Secret Santa. I got the reusable first. Good. <laughs> stole that. Yes. I got, Brenton got me a makeup chair because my other one kept, it's clients gorgeous. kept falling off. It looks so beautiful. Yeah, it's got my brand in. Beautiful. Um, I got earrings from my mother-in-law and from Brenton. Mum um, bought me Sunday Riley Juno Ooh. and pill pads. Ooh. Oh, so good. Yes. Good. Love. And that's my main presents done, I think. Mum mm. also bought me Merry People gum boots for walking the dog, which I saw them. was Actually, surprising, surprising, like best present ever. Yeah, she's like they're Australian. They're made from like recycled plastic, and the place that we walk the dogs 
has ruined like five pairs of shoes because it's really swampy in winter. So great. Now I've got some dog walking I've shoes. I've always wanted to buy dog walking gumboots, but I too. never wanted to spend money on it because I'm like, what a stupid thing to spend yeah. money on. Yeah. And I'd seen that brand via like Insta marketing and was like, oh, they're cute, but no way I'm not spending. I think they were like semi expensive. Yeah. Like um, the price of a general pair of boots. Yes. Yeah. And mum, I obviously was like, oh, I have no surprises. And because she's a Christmas elf, wanted to surprise me. Yeah. Apparently she bought them on like the day before Christmas Eve and they arrived like, the next day. Oh my God. Yeah. She didn't think they were going to arrive. So that's like, this is where you get your gift yeah, giving from. Good. It's your mum. She's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you get, Al? I got AirPods, which is my outstanding gift for the holidays. But I feel like because I'm spending so much time around people, I'm not getting an opportunity to use them. And I'm like, I just want to yeah. use them. And I, was, I went for a walk to get coffee this morning. But I, Eliza was like, can I come with you? And I was like, oh, I really wanted to just like hang out by myself. But sure, yes, yeah, so you can come with me. Um, <laughs> and what else did I get? I feel like my birthday and Christmas are rolled into one. Yeah, yeah. We, Story of your life. I'm yeah, sure. Adrian got me. Because Adrian got me the Vitruvi diffuser for my birthday. Yes. He bought me some essential oil mixes, which oh, he said he got from the hippie at work, which love. Um, he also... Did she make them? No, she like, he went to her and was... Because apparently she's always like crystals cleanse you and someone's like I have I have, I have a cold and she's like I'll make you a tea for that and like Aww. she's that kind of person and so that. apparently she's the office manager or something and so he went to her and he was like I've bought a diffuser where can I get some good essential oils from and so she like sold them to him wholesale price or some shit oh, I don't nice. know um and then I also got some, we got some joke gifts like he got me rubber ducks for the bath which I actually love um, <laughs> Love that. I know. I was like cute and fun. <laughs> um, so you can play with them. Yes. Oh no, they just like they just bob along in your bath, which I think is fun. <laughs> I'm easy to please. Okay. And then I got one other thing. What was it? Oh, mum and dad bought a beach house, so like that was our gift. Yes. But also they were like, we don't know what to get you. It was like a little something. So they were like, when you buy your outdoor, because we need blinds for our outside windows for the like westerly sun, because it gets so hot in our kitchen. And they were like, when you buy that, we'll just make like a little cash contribution to that. Because, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So I was like, it'll be like negligible at the time, but it'll be something that I can be like, hey, Mm. you know that money you promised me? Yes. Can I have it? got outdoor furniture too. Oh, oh, good. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. Who got you that? Mum and dad. That's nice. Yeah. That's really nice. Yes. Love that. Yeah, very generous. And so useful because we never go outside because we have no furniture. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a lot about us. All right, beauty news. Uh, that's the tea on that. Jeffree Star bought a house. And oh, yeah. I find this really interesting because he had his big, like, pink Barbie mansion. Mm. Anyway, apparently they, I think he said they outgrew it. And I don't know whether he meant... How do you outgrow a, a mansion? mansion? I, know. I don't know whether he With meant in people. terms of, like... Um, taste level? Taste, yeah. Because I think he's, dare I say it, matured in his yeah. taste. Because he had that, like, really sort of trashy, Hollywood-esque mansion Barbie situation that was, like, a lot. Yeah. Um, and now he said his new place, they're going for, like, a more neutral colour palette, but they're going to still have one pink room in there to, like... Uh, as like an homage the to the Star old room. house. Yeah. I have a question. Also, he runs his whole business out of his... Oh, no, he's got the warehouse, but I think he has, like, a portion of it at his house as well. So that would he take up. offices, yeah. Mm. Um, who bought the pink house? I know. Like, right? that's, what do you mean? Like, they're just going to gut it, surely. Oh, uh, you mean, like, who bought it who from Who would want him? it, yeah. Yeah. I swear I've meant, heard him say in a video someone's, that they're keeping that room or something. Or, like... They had to keep the room because hasn't he got like a big like bank safe door on something and it's like yeah on his like, closet yeah, yeah. And he's like well they're gonna be keeping that because like it, you can't get rid of yeah. it you can't get rid of it yeah yeah 
That's that will burn when the world burns down. That will still stay. Yeah. In Hollywood, it's always celebrities that buy each other's mansions because, like, who else can afford them? Oh, I guess it's a lot of young money in Hollywood because, like, California's got the tech, um, like, startup billionaires. There's just a lot of people with a lot of money in the US. So there's definitely someone to buy it. I'm just Mm. questioning who would want it. Like, who wants a hot pink house? No, surely they'll gut it. Surely. You have to. Anyway, ultraviolet body sunscreen. Yes. We posted about it on our Insta story saying it had launched and it hadn't launched, but then we did do a corrections corner. I think it's the 20th of Jan and I was just trying to find it, but I couldn't. Oh, just in time for Australia Day. Just in time. Day. I found it an interesting time. Here, let me. It's right here. Just in time for your hottest 100 barbecues. True, but True. also not just in time for summer. Which was one interesting yes. observation. Yeah. I thought, like, but obviously things never work out the way you want it to. They probably yeah. did plan yeah. to have it launched before summer, and they just like didn't get it, didn't get the formula exactly how they wanted it, or whatever, and yeah. got pushed That's back. That's very true. I would assume that there'd be a production issue, or packaging, or a shipment, or something. Mm. Jan eight, sorry. Oh. So it's actually. Oh. In two days' time. Well, then yes. that would be right on time. Yeah. Because right. that's the time that most retailers will launch their of newness. Course. Because they won't go on Boxing Day because of the sales. And also Christmas is like the holiday launches before that. So, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. True. Looking true, forward true. to buying that. I will definitely be yeah, buying it. me yeah. too. Let's just do an order together and then split it. Yeah. Good idea. Um, what other beauty news, do you, beauty news do you guys have? Charlotte Tilbury has launched a new Pillow Talk palette. Not yet. What do you mean a new palette? Oh, sorry. It's a- launching... As in, like, a cream palette it or It doesn't an eye have palette. the date. It just says coming it's the soon. Pillow Talk Instant Eye Palette. I saw Ooh. it on Trend Mood. Sorry, it hasn't launched yet. But it looks oh, my God. Are you ready for the reveal? Epic. It almost looks like if Naked Heat met Naked Cherry, Ooh. but it was Charlotte Tilburyified. It looks amazing. Ooh. I would never use those pinks, though. You I know what, like though? So when tilts. you swatch them, they look purple. Oh. So this, I reckon... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you're right. you'll agree with me. It doesn't look me. anything the same when, in the swatches. No, in the swatches they look purple. This is me in a palette. <laughs> yeah. This is what I would wear pretty much 95% of the time. Mm. I also love that it's a 12-pan palette and it's segmented off into three looks. chunks. Yeah. But they're not so segmented that the palette looks ugly. Yeah. And then it's got day, desk, date, dream instead mm. of disco. She often has disco. Yeah. Um, all of the dates... Uh, matte browns and desk is matte brown too so you've got a decent amount of mattes that's yep. good and then you've got the shimmers segmented to the sides of the palette i'm so excited for this i'm without a doubt buying it the dream actually looks um just a little bit lighter than the vintage vamp quad which i'm not mad about because i've got that quad and i really like it i've not got the swatches i just have the palette and i'm looking at the two in the dream section and do you think that the two shimmers are probably too close and that you could have had a slight bit more variety between those two shades? Yeah, they're very similar. They'll they'll almost look the same if they blended out yeah, on the eye. Yeah, so the tones are a little bit different. Yeah, I mm. would have liked for one to be lighter or something like a bit more diversity. That's my yeah. only beef. Yeah, Otherwise, that's fair beef. Very beautiful and quite versatile palette. And speaking of eyeshadow palettes, Fenty has launched six pan palettes. They look Almost Natasha Denona-esque. They're, they are, and they're called snap palettes. And is that because the eyeshadows actually can snap out of them into other palettes? Or why are they, are they called snap shadows? Because they're, know. like, small? Like, what's the deal? I think that it's 
It snap. says snap them, stack them. Oh, it'll be like her matchsticks that ma- that um metallicized, magnetized. Mag- oh, yeah, magnetized, magnetized. That one. Yes. It must be like that. Snap. It says snap them and stack them. The first mini palette of its kind. Snap. Um, snap shadows. Mix and match eyeshadow palettes. Snap together, letting you customize your perfect combo to take with you on the go. Mix and match. So maybe you can take. No, I think it means like you can you can snap your six palette into a 12 palette kind of thing like side by side yeah i reckon you're right you can mix and match that way yeah i used to do that kind of style too yeah just looking on the charlotte tilbury website to pull up what vintage vamp looks like for alex and she has actually released a new quad as well called the rebel which is greens and they're beautiful like olivey khaki green yeah nice um, like, I'm, look at that. Oh, yeah, beautiful. That's a little bit of me. They snap upside down. Like, the shadows snap together, but on So that you can have six on each other. side. Yes, so that you can flip them upside down. How do I describe uh-huh. this so, so that, that people So that you make it double sided, like that um, Urban Decay backdrop palette where it was joined and on one side you had the cheeks and on one side you had the eyeshadow palette. Yeah. Yes. And then they also did it with the contour palettes, how yes. it had the cream and the powder on the other side. Yeah. So, so it's uh, got like a spine and yeah. it opens on like the left and the right. Yeah. And yeah. there's a mirror on the top and the bottom then. Yeah. I think it's weird that they've done it this way because why bother? Like, yeah. you know what? Gimmicky, it's but cute. Yeah, it's gimmicky, but also it would be really great for travel because look how small that is and you get 12 shadows. That's true. Yeah, you don't want them side by side because that takes up more space. Yeah. Yes. Also, it would be really good, and I don't know that they've got enough diversity in the color ranges yet, but you could have like your neutrals on top and then like pops of color on the bottom. That would be kind of fun. Mm. I don't I think, think they do have the because they're too diversity yet. They're too color story at the moment. Yeah. They're very much color story at the moment. I wonder if we bought one. Whether we those will. single eyeshadows actually snap out and whether they'll, like, I wonder whether they've thought ahead for the future and they'll release single eyeshadows to snap into these as well. It doesn't look like they have. Oh. Like, I'm loving that NARS are able to pop in it's and so out It's so good. Yeah, it makes great. so much sense. Anyway, that's that on the snap palettes. Oh, did we discuss how many there are? There's um, 12. There's already eight. Six. <laughs> Is eight. there? One, there's eight. Yeah, you're right. There's eight. And there's yep. some that are like bubblegummy pastels, all shimmers that yep. you'd be wanting to snap with the, a neutral. Mm-hmm. A couple of ready ones. Oh, I think I like this one the most. That's got like a mustard, a brown, a yeah. light shimmer. I and really a, like that a black one. or a charcoal maybe because the one above it that looks really look at that black. Yeah, Ooh, that's nice. A, that's a black black. Um. So yeah, there's mostly warm neutrals, a couple of cool neutrals, a couple of pops of colors. They're wearable. They're Huda. Esque, and then Natasha Denona esque. Yeah, it's weird that people are bringing out these mini six pan shadows, like palettes at the moment. I feel like that used to be a thing. Like you remember when Smashbox used to have those like trios of Mm -hmm. shadows, and like mums would always come in and be like, "I just want a little palette that will do everything that I need it to do." I feel like we're reverting back from those giant palettes that have everything Uh, to mini palettes. People just want singles and duos and quads max these days. It's because it's too hard to travel with palettes. Everyone has got so many palettes already and if they want to update, they don't want to invest in an entire palette. They just want a few new shades. So we're definitely seeing a switch. I don't think we'll see many brands release palettes next year that aren't small. I also Mm. feel like makeup has been such a thing over the last like five years 
and everyone bought big palettes because they were like, makeup, makeup's cool, eyeshadow's cool, I'm going to get into eyeshadow. And yeah. now all of those people that have bought the giant palettes have realized that they used three shades out of those palettes. So yeah. And they've all eventually hit pan. And now every single person that bought a palette five years ago is coming back and being like, I want this single also, or this duo. how yeah. much have we heard everyone say that they want to go more minimal with their makeup collections? Mm. Everyone's like, I need to purge, I need to go on a no-buy, I need to do this, I need to do that, so that they can cut down their consumption. And I feel yeah. like maybe these small palettes are everybody's answer to that because no yeah. one's going to buy those giant ones anymore. Yeah. And people just get overwhelmed by the stuff that they don't use. Like you don't want to throw out a palette. That just seems like <gasps> but if you're not using it and you've hit the pan that you so like, true. then what do Why you do, do you with keep it? It? buy another one and keep it around? Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it's yeah. a really good point, but I'd I almost guess... drop it just to break it so then I could feel like I could throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's so violent of you. It <laughs> is so violent of you. <laughs> um, is there any other news? Like newness newness news because I want to talk about what Pop Sugar have predicted as our beauty trends for 2020 to I've see whether you guys agree. News. Yeah, go. Uh, Hourglass are uh, adding to the Vanish family. So they have their Vanish stick, their Vanish liquid, yep. and then they've got a Vanish concealer, according mm. to Trend Mood, in 22 shades. Is it a stick or a... It looks like it's a liquid doe foot nice. situation. Please, God, make it closer to the Vanish stick than the Vanish liquid. It will be. I'm sure. I don't know. It's in a liquid. So then it's probably closer to the Vanish liquid. I don't know. The Vanish liquid mm. is so dry. It's really nice on an oily skin, but it's like not good on anyone else. So mm. I imagine that this concealer could potentially make everyone look like they're 150 years old. Or surely not. It's being hourglass. That's like the only product that I don't love from hourglass. So yeah. hopefully it's more luminous, a bit more hydrating, and a bit more flattering on a mature, dry, crusty eye. We'll yeah. see. It'll be pro- probably promised to be pretty full coverage, though, because their Vanish be. range is very full yes. coverage. Yeah. And also, which is a qualm for me, all of it runs too yellow. Oh, or, or I love, very yellow. <laughs> I love yellow concealers. And I do your eye? Yes. Yeah, because to- we've talked about this. Because I wear such a golden foundation to match my fake tan, mm. I have to wear a golden concealer. Otherwise, they look ashy mm. under my eyes. Okay, well, I feel like the general public loves a yellow concealer because they just As have a pale a person, pink. you can't wear yeah. a yellow concealer. As a person that's got deep set eyes or anyone that's got dark circles, please listen to me when I say this. Yellow is not your friend under the eye. Mm. Pink is your friend <laughs> under the eye. Yellow is your friend if you're yellow toned on the face. Yeah. But I just remember the days when Lauren Curtis was all over YouTube being like, I'm yellow, Stromboli from Nazi's oh life. And everyone just would come... Colour matching people. I'm a yellow undertone. I'm like, I'm the makeup artist. I can see your undertone. Firstly, you don't need to tell it to me. Secondly, you're not yellow. Thirdly, Thirdly, you're nowhere close to fucking Stromboli. No one is Stromboli. Other than that one person, that one time that I had to colour match and I couldn't find anything in the store and she was Stromboli, okay? (laughs) So, yeah. Yellow under the eyes, not always a good thing. No. Yeah. Great. Well, I'm excited for that. I definitely want you... We should make it a product of the week when it comes out. 100%. I think there's... I really hope it isn't dry, though, because we know how creasy and creepy my under eyes are, and I cannot deal with anything that's matte and dry. I can't do it. We'll find out, won't we? We'll find out. I'm praying it's not. Sorry, quick rectification. I'm looking at the display in the training photo. (laughs) Rectification. I'm really zoomed in, and I can see birch, cotton, silk, oat, cedar, all of those which are not existing shades. Oh. So maybe they've made new shades pink. and maybe there's some more pink. Yeah. yeah, maybe. And also there seems to be like a little vanish brush that's skinny for under the eye. Oh, cute. That looks like a really nice like I a just little, really want to see some swatches. Almost like a tiny synthetic um, blush brush. Like a teeny oh, tiny yeah, dense nice for like blush. cream highlighter and yeah, some contour. Yes. Love that. Nice. Okay. Predictions. 
All right, let's talk about the beauty predictions from Pop Sugar. The title of this article was Hair Clips Are Up 930% on Pinterest and Other 2020 Beauty Trend Predictions. Mm. So I feel like, first of all, hair clips are not a new thing. No. no. But they are a this year thing. Yeah. And they're a second half of this year thing. They're growing. Yeah. I feel like hair clips are an interesting one. They've gone from like a bit cute and a bit Korean when they first came out mm. to like baddie, like Insta baddie look with those like diamante like words and shit yeah. like that. It's like a bit mm. full on for me. I, I think it depends on the clip. I hardly accessorize anything other than yeah. like I would, I would never put a hair clip in my hair. It would require so much effort. I've tried and I just don't get it. Like yeah. it just bulges out of my head yeah. and it looks comically large. I don't know how other people look cute. I yeah. don't know how they look cute. Also, I've been trying to get into things like headbands and yeah. it's just, it's, I'm struggling. I my feel head like... shape does not go well for a headband. I have tiny temples and then huge protruding. What's these bits? Yeah. I should know. Skull? I've done like six years of hair. You should know that. It's just the base of your skull, isn't no, it? No, the bulgy bit behind your ears. Oh, do you have big bits Where there? your sunglasses sit on. Yes. And whenever I wear a headband, it like... Pulsates on it, like gives me a sinus migraine. Oh my god, that's my problem. Um, Can't wear headbands, so sad. Or a fascinator, because <laughs> you go to the races so often. Not to the cup, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Or an English wedding. Couldn't go to an English wedding. You could wear they a clip like... in. Okay. But the English wedding is a hundred percent. You have to wear a fascinator. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Hair scrunchies is their number one trend. I feel like oh, fuck. I feel like Pop Sugar is just like tr they're clutching at straws and trying to be cool here. Like, yeah. come off it. Scrunchies have been around forever now. They have, yeah. Um, Probably at least two years. Apparently their their searches for scrunchies were up 6,000% over the last year. Like, all right. Wow. Um, hair clips, yes, we've just discussed that. Lip gloss and lip liner combo, which is very 90s, like 90s vibe. That strong lip liner yeah. with a very glossy lip. I do also feel like that's been around for a while, but it definitely ties into that Kylie Jenner-esque yeah. look of like enhancing the size of your lips. Yeah. Gloss, gloss didn't used to be a thing. No. That no. look has been true. But gloss has been growing and growing and growing. Yeah. We'll see a lot of glosses next year, I think. Constellation piercings. I feel like Constellation everything is like really having a it's resurgence having a moment. moment. Oh God, yeah. I saw all of these like 2020 diaries that were like your astrology sign and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. Like, okay, on that note, space tattoos apparently are trending this year. Is that even beauty? Is yeah. tattoos beauty? I think so. Okay. And also planet makeup. So there's definitely some space-themed trending going on here. I don't here. think that's a trend. I, I don't think, think that's so an Instagram trend that no one's actually going to do. Oh, like, yeah. No one's going to... Fucking wavy brows. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was such an anti-prediction. Yeah, it was. Also, they're still talking about Euphoria-inspired makeup, which, like, please, that's so episode eight, all bases covered. But yeah. anyway, I feel like <laughs> that whole trend thing was a really anti-climax when I read it. What were the Glossy Co. predictions for So, Lauren? they are definitely not just fashion and beauty, but I'll pull the ones out that... Um, that are? That relate? That are, really. So, Discovery Shopping via Instagram... Wait, is this for 2020 or is this for the next decade? 2020. I mean, you can't predict the next decade, please. We're going to have flying cars in 2019. Oh, my God. No. 2019? <laughs> Whoa! 2029! That is my life. I would hope that. I love Back to the Future. Oh. So, Discovery Shopping via Instagram... So I guess this one could be fashion or beauty, but people clicking on products and shopping through there. I think it's definitely been a trend mm. um, that's ongoing. I have bought stuff off there and I don't shop at all. So interesting. Um, influencer built brands are in, which is interesting. Obviously. I actually thought they were on the way out because like they're a bit annoying. 
yeah, they're a bit done. I think they'll keep coming out with influencer collabs, if not influencer brands, because mm. influencers are just the way of the future. When Shameless was talked, sorry, just completely no, segue. When Shameless talked about like what the last decade has been and like what defines the last decade, influencers like that really hit me hard. In 2010, there was no such thing as an influencer, basically, who would define our spending habits and like our purchase habits. Like there were advertising advertisements that had influential features in them in yeah. like you know Britney Spears and Pepsi but there was no influencers telling us how to behave and like what to buy and I was That's like holy true. fuck at the same time though you've got brands like Volition Beauty which are completely pushing back on the yeah. influencer thing and they've gone the absolute opposite direction where it's crowdsource beauty for totally. beauty Ooh, aficionados so that could be a really cool one to see I reckon that could be on the up um, full price beauty, so discounting ending, which I wouldn't be surprised. It's, I think beauty is hardly ever discounted anyway. I think it's no, gotten pretty bad in though. Australia. It's not yeah. discounted everywhere else. It is very much value led driven. Really? It's like Tarte. If you get emails from Tarte, yep. they do a sale every two weeks, and it's like seventy percent off. Yeah, ColourPop have sales quite Colourpop, regularly. Yes. Alter Beauty has sales quite regularly. Sephora has done sales quite regularly. It's because also, there's been a Sephora slow... used to only do the, the VIB twice a year. Yes. And yeah, now no. they're doing it every I other month. Like it used to be once a year maybe or yeah. twice. But yeah, yeah, literally there's been three or four this year. Yeah. yeah. It, why would you buy any other time? Like, exactly. You don't need to buy beauty that much. You could happily buy beauty four times a year, like bulk buy, and yeah. just buy a couple bits here and there. 100%. You'd never be paying full price. It's for the trend-led. Um, eyeshadow singles and duos. 1000%. Oh, thank goodness. Yes. I feel like, like can we also have some empty fucking palettes, please? Because there's some lots Z of. Z palettes. Yes, we need. There's only Z palettes. And those salt palettes that are like the zip around, they look yeah. like a um, compendium, but they've got a Z palette in them, yeah. which I think are quite pretty, but it's still too bulky. Give yeah, me another option. Like it. Mm. Compendium is a great word. Thanks. <laughs> Good job. Uh, skincare and hair care as the ultimate luxuries, which is not surprising at all. Skincare and hair care are body both massively has to be on the important. rise because body is like that one category neglected. that I feel like yeah has been neglected. There's those key players like Lush who've done it really well, but a lot of other brands haven't really bothered. So active I want body, active, I think, okay, will be I want a thing. active body care because yeah. Lush is still like, uh, yeah, they're they're it's <laughs> yeah. like um, what's the word called where you like treat yourself? It's like self-indulgent it's indulgent body care but it's not like yeah active body care where you're treating or like caring for your skin body will definitely be on the rise in 2020 i don't think it'll become a thing until 2021 or 2022 all right so i think that's when we'll see yeah that's when we'll see the brands really start to go this will be the next category kind of like hair care which is the highest growth category in prestige beauty in the u.s so that usually follows suit in australia so we will see the rise of hair care and I think that with that, all of these brands are now going into hair care. So you've got brands like Sol de Janeiro, who will be launching hair care next year, which was announced a few months ago. Drunk Elephant. I heard that on a podcast mm. like three weeks ago. Really? On the Full Coverage podcast. Yep. Cool. Interesting. I think that body will be the next one to come after that because yeah. everything else will be oversaturated. And Great. then at what point will we go back to makeup? <laughs> I think What's that... What's left for our, like... Fragrance... Yeah, there hasn't been a big spike in fragrance in a while. Nails, nails are dead at the moment. Nails are at the moment. Like nail polish is dead. Also, you know what should come back around again is at home treatments like your brow tinting, eyelash tinting, like at home. Yeah, potentially that hasn't really had it like a moment for a while. Yeah, yeah. 
CBD. So no surprises this is old there. News. Like I feel, I feel like I could write a better one of this, and I'm not. It's very interesting because someone said the other day, um, everyone seems to be bringing out like hemp-based products at the moment, or like mm. CBD-based products, and they were like, "Do you think this is a trend? Is it something that's ongoing?" And my initial thought was, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think that calling out hemp in a product is a trend, but I think that moving forward, products will contain more and more hemp and CBD because I think that it's yeah. such an yeah. effective ingredient without a doubt that they'll just continue to exist it's to be like honest, antioxidants like yeah. it used to be labeled and now it's just in stuff and people don't really care yeah, yeah. so australia are about three years behind everyone else yeah. in terms of cbd because of our regulations yeah. yeah but um by the looks of it there will be some launches of cbd next year so yes. it will be starting to grow and the regulations are starting to get there a little bit faster so you see that there's a lot of american companies who are now buying into australia for cbd products we see with are amazing they have so many benefits so yeah that's interesting love that um sustainable packaging no surprises there thank god yeah yeah it's about time services to drive people in store also absolutely no surprises if you work in retail at all services are on the up and it's such a point of difference to get people into your stores so, yeah, why buy makeup online when you can go in store, get your makeup done for an event and redeem it on product and exactly. actually discover stuff yeah. while you're at it. Yeah, for sure. for sure. So that'll be an ongoing trend and I think it'll be across all categories, not just makeup. Mm. Oh, a dog bark. <laughs> You'll have to excuse the the noises. We're at the beach house and recording in a new environment and there's three dogs. Uh, what was next? When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, wait. Okay, yes. what we predict. Our trend predictions. Lisa made a really good point, a poignant point before. Yeah, about the fact that we can define every decade oh, yeah. about uh, with like their look. You know, 90s was grunge and 2000s. Well, uh, we struggled with 2000s. But then we just were like, if you think of 2000s, just think of the OC. And that's where you get like the Supreme belts and and the singlets and Gossip Girl and like all of that. Flare jeans with Dunlop Bollies or Keds or... Yeah, insert. And like Body Shimmer and... Bronzer. Bronzer, that's Mm. right. Yeah, I feel like that was the 2000s. And then, but what were the 2010s? And then we sort of talked about like, was it the whole Instagram face thing about like, is it the Kylie Jenner look? 100%. 100%. How it's do the we rise of the, the influencer. 2010s? The 10s? The 10s? The 10s? The 10s. <laughs> oh my goodness. And now we're going It's so confusing because oh we're going to go into the 20s. 20s. Yeah. yeah. Which is confusing because we're still dressing up like the last 20s. 
Yeah, but you know what? By the time that they get to bloody 3,000 or something, they're going to refer to these years as the 20s and they'll no longer refer to the 1920s. But there's the We won't be alive, it's fine. Yeah, the world will be dead by then. Yeah. (laughs) 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 I think, yeah, the defined brow. Yeah. The Instagram brow. For sure. The filler. Yeah. Lip. And the overdrawn lip and the matte lip. I swear from 2010... And the heavy contour ...to 2018, we didn't see mm. a, a glossy lip. It was no. the, It was definitely the um, Kardashian-led yes. year of makeup trends because Kim Kardashian started it off with contouring very early on yep. in the That cream 2010s. contour. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Strobing Banana had a big powder. Drag, yeah. Drag. Baking. Drag, yeah, makeup. drag-esque makeup. And I do yeah. see already, like, this last five six months freckles have been coming back like there's that brand called freck that Mm. like has that product that's solely dedicated to doing freckles all of the instagram filters are giving us freckles like i think that push back to more natural minimal makeup is definitely happening i I think there's a huge juxtaposition as well because it was the year of the kylie makeup the kkw makeup all of the instagram baddies but Mm. it was also the last five years glossier yeah, also, it's true. Like, we should not forget eyelash extensions. Oh, oh God. I wonder yeah. whether moving forward we'll have a more of a shift towards making ourselves look more naturally, like enhance our natural beauty as opposed to like like long-term makeup. Like will there be a shift towards like more cosmetic tattooing and yeah. things like that as opposed to like putting on makeup every day, I wonder? Mm. Or yeah. more like facial treatments to like keep our skin looking good. Like, will skincare be the trend of twenty twenty? Will always. I think it's it'll continue to be a trend. It mm. definitely has grown a lot in the last few years. But I think the whole wellness is a huge trend. Mm. So like, um, really that self care moment. So focusing on your skin. Hair care will continue to be a trend. So treating yeah. your hair like you treat your skin. Um, making sure that it's like looking perfect and you're treating it. Um, vagina beauty. Yep, sexual like wellness. Vagina sexual beauty. wellness is a thing. Jade eggs, the vibrators—they're all coming out, and they're oh. all being sold at like Sephora and like Cult Beauty and places yeah. where you would it's not, not beauty. It's like wellness. Yeah, it's yeah, about wellness trend. Mm. Holistic wellness. It's like a jade roller for your vulva. <laughs> so cooling. <laughs> <laughs> I predict uh, reusable slash refillable packaging. Yes. It would be about fucking time for you to be able to go into a store and have them refill the product that you've already gone through. But that will mean a shift away from, if it's in the beauty world, a shift away from like cosmetic department store-esque models like Mecca and Sephora Mm -hmm. and a shift towards standalone stores. Yeah. Because it would mean that they need that infrastructure in their store and there's no way they're going to roll it out into all the departments. To be fair, there's a lot of brands that already do things like that. So like you can get your fragrances refilled at Lalabo. Um, make it more mainstream. Yeah, mm. it's it's hard to make that mainstream because just make really really big oh, packaging. I'm pretty Everyone's sure already buying online anyway. Didn't yeah. Unilever in the middle of last year ish roll out that send back scheme that they have? I think they rolled it out into America where if you use your Johnson Johnson shampoo or your shaver or whatever it is, you can send it back to them and they'll send you out a new one. I'm pretty oh. sure that they had that mm. scheme. Happen. I can't do exactly. Face Halo do recycling of their product too. Yeah. Well, so Mecca has started to try out. recycling as well. Yeah. Body Shop's been doing it for absolutely yonkers. They took it so away. Has Lush. Yeah, but they did take it away. Mm. Um, but I think that will be back for Shell. Yeah, as it should be. Yeah. Also, I did work at the Body Shop when they were doing recycling, and they just put them in the recycle bin. <gasps> 
I don't know if I'm like releasing a trade secret there or if it was just our store, but it's not like we sent the products back to head office to get recycled. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren's base. <laughs> that's really bad. Are you shook? Yeah, that's. It I'm might have shook. been that um, in the UK, because back then when I worked at the body shop, the body shop was still owned by the UK, whereas now it's they've got their own like section in Australia. Yeah. And it might have been that because that's what they did in the UK, they possibly did it properly in the UK yeah. and they just tried to tried to emulate it in Australia, but yeah. like didn't they couldn't actually send it back because yeah. all of our products still came from the UK back then. Oh whereas God, now so I think they have Australian distribution distribution. Imagine if when we take our soft plastics to like Coles and Woolworths and put them in those things, if they then just like take it out the back and shove it. Yeah. I reckon brands are doing that for sure. Because it gives them the appearance of being you know, eco-conscious mm. and they're just trying to like, it's, it's all CSR. Like they're just making people think that they're doing a good thing, but they're not actually doing a good okay. thing. I don't know. I don't think we can actually say that if we don't actually know. No, we don't, yeah. but, we can't. but I, think I do think that brands would there be There are it. companies that come and pick up beauty products from mm. warehouses to go and recycle them. So mm. I would hope that all beauty companies who are doing that mm. are doing Yes, like the right retailers thing. that are doing that are actually paying for the services and getting them picked up and taken away you and recycled so. properly. Another thing I wanted to predict or point out, please theorize on, we've seen the reduction in PR packaging and the fact that they're making it, mm. you know, either recyclable or way less. Yep. Are we going to see a reduction in like gondola slash displays packaging? Mm. Because when you think about it, all of those displays that are on any makeup counter, they get thrown out at the end of the promo. I could hazard a guess that it might go the other way and because they don't have the opportunity to provide people with that experience, they they expect people to get the experience in store. I think it depends on the brand and I also think it depends on the trends. So if you look at things like makeup, which we're saying mm. is less trend-driven at the moment, so they're not doing palettes anymore, they're probably going to end up pushing their core more, which means they're not going to be switching their plates over. Yeah. So you're going to have less That's a good point. wastage that way. Or if you think about a brand like Charlotte Tilbury, for example, they have like super luxe um, counters and everything like that, but they don't have a great deal of turnover in what their stores look like. Yeah. Like, are we just going to have like really elaborate fit outs that just stay there? I think when the most of the gondolas and whatnot stays there, because 95% of it is core. Mm. But it moves, the core moves around. Yeah, but don't you just pick the plate up and move it to the next place? Not always, because it'll be like, for example, there's a mascara displayed next to the eyeshadows, and then in the next one they move that to the bottom so that they can put all of their new foundation range out. And then the mascara goes to a different section and the eyeshadow goes to a different section. So although most of the range stays the same, we throw out a lot of stuff. Are we going to see a rise in like body posse and like, um, like I know that we've already been seeing a movement towards more inclusivity, but do you reckon it will continue? Will we body positivity? Will it go back the other way? Like, I don't think it'll go the other way now. I think, um, it's kind of like feminism. Like now that it's on the rise, I don't think it's going to turn around and go backwards again. Expected, not accepted. I'd like to see more older people. Yeah. More age diversity in beauty. We're seeing vitiligo. We're seeing, um, a range of, uh, physical abilities, but they're all fucking 16 year old yeah. girls. That's the forgotten woman. Freckles and like, mm. you know, where's some, an acne a little bit as well, but yeah. when they're still all 20. Mm. It's true. Where are the women over the age of 50? I also yeah. wonder whether there'll be this, um, like when we were talking about how there was like in the early 2000s slash 90s, there was kind of like a divide in trends. Like you were either the gossip girl or maybe you were like the punk 
more emo like there was that split in trends i wonder with the age moving forward of people getting into like digital detoxes and things like that whether there might be another way for people to start infiltrating a different trend in beauty is there i think there's the instagram kylie makeup and then there's the glossier customer yeah and there's the sort of um clean consumer that kind of person and there's they're definitely coexisting at the moment. That's the true. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I agree. I think clean is an ongoing trend. Yeah. yeah. Same with sustainability. It'll yeah. have to clean will have to be and it will probably become mainstream, yeah. I would say, by the end of this decade. Like it yeah. will just have to. Yeah. I think mineral is out, clean is in. Yeah. Mm. I agree. That's what I'm going for. It's just that green it's beauty greenwashing. Yeah. It's like the words that they choose to use to make it trendy yeah <laughs> when it's, it's all true. the same shit but then you've got brands like Ren who have been clean for literally 20 years yeah yeah and have also been doing um recycled plastic packaging as well yeah mm-hmm. absolutely and also changing their packaging over so you can really quickly recycle it rather than having to remove springs and shit. yeah mm. all right that was good i like those predictions we didn't really predict very much we just sort of analyzed reiterated what yeah, we yeah. dang these products are so good. Does everyone have a favorite? We should have favorites, surely. We yeah. always do favorite of the week. Yeah. Yeah. I can talk about anything, really. My favorite, actually, is the favorite that I got for my birthday from my mum, the Summer Fridays CC Serum. It's fucking oh. great. And I know that you talked about it for ages, Laura. Yeah. And something about it, like, I really like niacinamide in products, but the niacinamide in this is really effective. And it might be that it's partnered with the vitamin C, that it's done a good job. Mm-hmm. But I've woken up a few times and been like, I really like the way that my skin yeah. looks at the moment. It's also because it's the first ingredient and I've yes. never seen a serum no. with niacinamide as no. the first ingredient. Yeah, ever. never. Like, niacinamide is the solution. Yeah. Like, it's got to be water, glycerin, silicon, something. But niacinamide no. is the, like, solvent yeah. It's amazing. Do you remember doing those definitions in science? Like yeah. solvent, solution, sediment. <laughs> Not as much as you do. No. Okay. <laughs> I can still write them out perfectly. Psycho. Um, yeah, I really like it and I really rate it. And I think anyone who has issues with redness or like pigmentation should definitely try the yeah. Summer Friday CC Serum. Yeah. I think it's expensive, but worth it. Not. It's not that bad. It's like serum prices. Yeah. yeah. 100, 110 ish. <gasps> I think it might be under 100. Oh, no, it's not. I thought it was like 90 something. Also, if you have any form of eczema or anything like that, it is very good for it. It's yeah, 98. Like an inflammation. Yeah. Thank you. Blotchy bitches, get on it. Yeah, yeah. legit. Yeah. I'm a blotchy you. bitch and everybody needs it. <laughs> also, this is weird, but I didn't make the connection that Summer Fridays CC Serum is the same as the brand Summer Fridays Who Do Jet Lag Mask. Yeah, Their branding yeah. looks so different on these products. Yeah. It didn't click in my head. I guess because the three masks are, in the are all in the same tubes. Yes, yeah. yeah, but only also one they on have. Now. They're in the same tubes. They've got that consistent um, packaging color with mm. a century gothic font. The only thing that carries through to this product, this bottle, is the century gothic font. Because the if they made this all in that peach color, it probably would have clicked faster. But because it's in a white package, mm. it didn't register. Interesting to see what. If they've got new serums coming out, what they look like. And Surely. It will map to that. It must. Surely. Shut. 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 It shut. Shut. Fuck. Okay. How you to Lost it. Um, mine is an old favourite that actually has come back because oh. I re-bought it and it's the Origins Overnight Intensive Face Mask. 
Oh no, I have drink up. I was like, I have it here with me right now. Yeah, you have the no, yeah the okay. ten min. Yeah, you have the ten min. Yeah. I have the other one. I really love that one too. The I, green one. The yeah. green one. So I used to sleep in that as a night cream pretty much every day. Wowzers! And it's back as a night cream because yeah. I'm so dry. Wow! And it's amazing. I found I the opposite. It. I freaking love hot weather. You know when I was in Thailand and I was like, my skin, it's not as bad as it used to be. I woke up this morning with oil on my face. I think and I, I was did like, too. Who am I? Never, never. Yeah. No oil Real has come sweat, out of this I'm face. Sure. Oil or sweat or also is it just overproduction from aircon maybe? Yeah. <laughs> but like, it could be. Um, my face produces oil. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Anyway, it's amazing. It's affordable. You mm. can use it as like a one-off treatment or you can use it as a night cream. And it's actually a really affordable night really cream. Really good price. Yeah, it's really good. Sometimes I put oil over the top. I've been really liking the Kiehl's Midnight Recovery Concentrate Oil. So I've been using that over the top of it. Beautiful. Love it. Love that. Lisa? My favourite. I had to think. I've got two. Can I do two? You can, can do, you do two. two. I kind of did two. I'll yeah. allow it. Mine is the, and it's an empty as Ooh. well, but I've got a, a full size. So I have oh. the half size. Luna? Uh, Sunday Rally UFO. Oh. Uh, uh, I knew I saw Sunday Rally something yeah. in your bag. So it is it's a great the, serum. Yeah. It's a serum oil. It's a treatment oil. So um, 1.5% salicylic acid and... As I've been going on about, I've gone on the bloody, what am I on? Marina. Marina. My skin is entirely changed from below the nose down. I'm still not oily, but I've just got like congestion because Mm. I'm still dehydrated and dry so that I'm not like super oily, but I'm producing some oil. So it's getting clogged because my pores are still like so small that it can't get out. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been using it pretty much every day. As my oil, like instead of like my Juno or my um, Sarah Chapman oil at the moment, just because I'm so kind of blackheady, like all yeah. oh, yucky, and I've been squeezing the shit out of my face. Can't so, tell it all today though. Like, I've I got concealer said... over the top. Yeah, um, I've also been squeezing yeah. my face. We were just talking about yeah. this. And yeah, I've been squeezing it, and then I'm like, oh my god, I need to rectify this by using some salicylic acid ASAP. So yeah, yeah I've been doing that. And since Mum bought me the extra strength peel pads from Dr. Dennis Gross for Christmas. Oh my goodness, I forget when you wake up after a peel pad, the feeling. Because it's I use the gentle the ones. And I know that Alex said this like mm. first, second, third week, can't remember. But like she'd been using the ultra gentle, but she needed the salicylic acid from either the original or the extra strength. Yeah. God, that makes such a difference. Yeah. You for, Like even P50 I love. And mm. I think P50 is amazing for removing that, my dead skin that I get like as a buildup on my nose and stuff. Mm. But when I use a peel pad, nothing compares. I think mm. it must be the salicylic acid that's in it. But P50 has salicylic acid. I, I know. Yeah. Just for some reason. I think they balance the skin so perfectly. It yes. must be that second step of the Dr. Dennis. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. just it balances the skin so well that I feel like it doesn't damage my like my skin's barrier at yeah. all. I don't have to replenish it straight after. Whereas, yeah, with the P50, it's great. But I do feel like it's almost too strong for my skin. That yeah. it cuts my pH too much. And then I have to repair it a lot afterwards. Yeah. Yes. You know what? I have peel pads at home and I'm really bad. I always forget to do them and I just P50 instead. Give them to me. I think I need... To, I'm not going to give them to you. I'll buy them from you. I think that I need to get back into them. Yeah. It's because they're in another drawer and I have to like go into a cupboard and then go into the drawer to get it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I need to bring them out. Well, I actually like them because with P50, I have to go into the bathroom and get my cotton rounds out. Whereas mm. I have my Dr. Dennis shoved in behind product in my skincare tray. So they're, yeah. they're ready. And from above the nose, like from the forehead and whatnot where I haven't had the congestion I wake up and I have literal glass skin like it is so even and then from below it's like a drastic improvement on what it was yeah if you hold them over a blemish 
and like really go over it wherever you've picked or whether it's just big and red and sore. You'll wake up the next day and the redness and the size will be at oh, least 30% reduced. It's yeah. the best. They're really good. Just tuck it to my veins! Let's move into snack of the week. I'm going to start us off because my favourite is cherries. It's so random. It's not random at the Christmas stuff. Oh, it's cherry. This cherry kind of year thing for you guys at your family Christmases is that where it's coming from? No, it's, it's just the time for cherries. Yes, and yeah. I live in the Yarra Valley basically, and I <laughs> it's like oh shut up! It's like five minutes from my house to the nearest cherry farm, and anyway <laughs> to the nearest cherry farm. <laughs> they're fucking great, and when you buy a punnet of cherries from Coles or Woolworths, it's very expensive. You can buy a five hundred gram punnet of cherries from a cherry farm, and it will cost you five dollar dues, and it's the best bargain ever. I saw an article on the Batuta Advocate about how it was like my bowels haven't realized my haven't caught up with my cherry consumption yet, and I was like, that's actually me. Three days into plowing through two kilos plus a five hundred gram punnet of cherries, I was like, I've had diarrhea for days. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say stone fruits are kind of fucked for you. (laughs) I was like, maybe I'm having a Crohn's flare, and then I was like, oh wait, no, I've just eaten my weight in cherries. Apricots, right? Yes. You can just shovel like six apricots oh my God, down, but like so you never eat like six apples in a row. What's up with that? Dad and I had this hilarious conversation about this because we were talking about the issue with the cherries, mm. and he was like, one. He said he was playing golf just recently, and one of his friends like has an apricot tree, mm. and was like, oh, the apricots are great at the moment. Bought a bag, and between the oh, no. the start and the first hole, one of his mates had eaten six apricots, and was like. I have to go back. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what is it about stone fruits yeah. to just get people? They're full of fructose. Yes. And fructans, and everyone is intolerant to fructans. So watch your stone fruit <laughs> consumption, guys. <laughs> or don't, and just indulge. Yeah. Lauren? Okay, I'm going to do two because one of them is very much a My Cousin's Cake. And then the other <sighs> one is one that people can actually buy because I have been eating the last few weeks. Yay! Um, <laughs> we're going to dock tonight, guys. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, so my first one is one that my auntie makes every single year on mm-hmm. Christmas Day. And I only get it on Christmas Day and it's like my favourite dessert in the entire world. And it is a citrus trifle. Ooh. I was just going to say, it's going to be a bloody trifle, yeah. isn't it? It's fucking epic. What do you put in a citrus trifle? Okay, so it starts with the Madeira cake and you put, you um, do orange juice and lemon butter and you like melt them together and then you dip the Madeira cake in it and like soak it and then you put it in a tray and then the next layer is like cream cheese, cream, um, more lemon butter and more orange juice. Is there any zest Yum. going in here? It has to be zest. zest. No, there's no zest oh, in it because you use cutthroat. all of the juice. Like you use like a full bag of oranges. Okay. Like it's really citrusy. And I'm going to make that. it put zest on top. Watch me. Yes, do it. Yeah. And then um, you put meringue on top Ooh. and it is literally it's my favorite dessert in the entire world it sounds delightful i'd like it's a so photo good. of it please i'm not a huge meringue person but i do give way to a lemon meringue so i would it's I'll let phenomenal this yeah. yeah i'll show you a photo of when i made it so for our bake who doesn't love a, yeah who doesn't love meringue on top of a lemon tart is that a lemon meringue mm. yeah like mm. lemon meringue pie. like honestly it's just oh, it's my favorite thing in the entire world and i had two bowls of it because she was like you have to take some home and i was like i cannot take it home so, so I'm going to have two bowls yeah. now. 
And then I felt so sick. And then I regretted it later after dinner at Dad's. I was like, I could I really ate... go some like, yeah. citrus trifle right now. Mm-hmm. After we ate Christmas lunch, Adrian, Eliza, and I all felt like we were in the biggest food coma of our lives. And we had to like actively, we went home, had a nap, then had to get up and go for a walk because we were all like, I think we're deceased. Mm. Oh my God. I didn't eat that much at Christmas lunch because I knew that oh, the trifle was every coming. Year. And last year I couldn't eat the trifle because of how much I'd eaten yeah. the lunch. And I was not making that mistake again. <laughs> so my second one, which everyone can go and get is the Malteser truffles in the supermarket. They're so good. What is a Malteser truffle? Oh my god. Like like a chocolate truffle ball. So it's almost like, um, it's not really in a ball, but like it's like the size of a ball. And you've got like little Malteser pieces at the top, and then you've got like, it's like a malt cream stuff in the middle. Is it like what comes inside the Santas and the reindeers and stuff? I've seen them. But it's in like a pack, and they're delicious. I've seen that. So the ones in the reindeers and the Santas and whatnot is a little bit harder. So this is a little bit softer and it's got like a small little bit that's a little bit more malty chocolate rather than just malt and they're like delicious. I'm pretty sure that's where my weight came in because I ate like 200 grams on my own. Love. They were oh my god. They were so good. I have a question before I go through my three favourites. One of which is Lauren's Cousin's Cake. One is two of which are Lauren's Cousin's Cake. (laughs) Is one the crab dip? No. I know you've already crab dipped. Look at her face. It's not a crab dip. It's not a crab dip. But okay. before I do that, I would Please. like to ask, what is your favourite part of Christmas lunch or dinner? You've done the dessert. What's your favourite part of, like... Lunch. Yeah, what do you do? Do you do turkey? Do you do seafood? Do you do ham? We always do a we Christmas do, ham. We do all of the above. Yeah, and what's your favourite thing? I don't really or like, love a do Christmas lunch. Do you have a lunch. combo of, like, things that you put together that are great? We do. Oh, come on. Eliza and I were talking about this. We do a very traditional Christmas lunch in our family, which is just like roast meats and beans, potatoes, like roast veg, basically. Um, Cranberry sauce? Yeah, we do a cranberry sauce and gravy. And that's kind of it. So my favorite's always a cheese coated cauliflower. Yes, I love it. (laughs) My auntie does cheese coated um, carrots, which are amazing. It's like this American. My auntie's husband is a Canadian. It's like an American-Canadian tradition thing. They're like cheesy and then they put crumbs on top and that's like epic. Ooh. Maybe that would be it. Okay. Yeah, I think like mine's probably the, yeah, the cauliflower cheese, which I wasn't able to eat too much of this year because I was like, oh, I'm eating all this shit. I'll try not to eat too much dairy, but yum. Mm. My nana does mm. really good potatoes as well. Mm. Really yum. crispy. Yum. So mine is pigs in blankets. We yeah. never do that. We do pigs in blankets. My family in the UK do do that, yeah. though, and it's delicious. You mean like Mom's a English. hot dog wrapped in pastry? Sausage. No. Sausage. Like sausage a little sausage wrapped, wrapped in, in bacon. bacon. What? Yeah. We yeah. never do that. It's and with so honey? Meaty do you put me. honey on top? No. They're really delicious with honey. I've so keto sauce with them. I know, it's so meaty. If you so cook bad. them with honey and then you put some sesame seeds on them, they're like mm. delish. I don't know. I don't Trust me. I don't like honey because I'm intolerant. Anyway, okay, that is a favourite. But then my favourite like mouthful would be a bit of turkey and with a bit of cranberry sauce. And <laughs> She's then, thought about this. And then like the schmush off the top of the cauliflower cheese because I don't need yeah. cauliflower. Um, yeah. I'm intolerant to it and it's like the That's worst, a great the mouthful vegetable. though. I put that in there and then I eat that. Did you just call it a vegetable? A vegetable. <laughs> I swear you did. A waste of a vegetable. Oh, it's a vegetable. <laughs> Stupid vegetables. <laughs> anyway, that would be my favorite mouthful. Otherwise, a pig and blanket dipped in tomato sauce. Oh, my yum. favorite dessert is a. That is a great mouthful. Mm-hmm. I've said it three times, but I just wanted to end that off before I start talking about myself again. I love a chocolate ripple cake, and oh, that's what I chose to oh, eat yum. as my dessert for Christmas this year. Because there was, they bought so many cakes, so I had so much stuff. 
and I spent my dairy my dairy intake on a chocolate ripple cake. Oh, Interesting. Yum. If you put a chocolate ripple cake in front of me, I could leave it. And you I know I can't it. leave most things. I don't really like them. I love it. I don't it. like chocolate ripple biscuits, and I hate that they're weird and like That's... knowing how they're made is so gross. Like you're just eating soggy biscuits, you animal. It's yeah, not but they're soggy, delicious. Though. You have to just, <laughs> they're delicious. They have to be frozen to perfection, so they've still got a crispy bite to them. Oh. And like the only the outside of the biscuits is soggy, and the inside of the biscuits is still biscuit. I have or... no issue with the soggy biscuit thing because I don't really drink milk, so I can never dip biscuits into My milk to get oh, that so salkiness. Like, so I love yeah. it. Mum mm. likes to grate like a cherry rice on top of a chocolate ripple oh, cake too ooh. she's lost me yum okay anyway I'm done here my favourite dessert is oh. my mum's custard which oh. is like 700,000 egg yolks and 600 pints of cream and 300 vanilla pods and does she buy the real vanilla pods and like scrape the beans out of them yeah I think so of course yum. she does or potentially at a push she just gets the the tub yeah. of the vanilla that you can bean scrape paste. out yeah. yeah yum so delicious and then it's the only time that I'll eat any kind of fruity thing because I don't like dried fruits but mm. I like a little slither of Christmas pudding mm. and then I put ice cream in there so you get the hot cold yeah but my mum's custard is a year-round favorite it's extraordinary does she do it all the time uh, we have family dinners every Sunday and she probably does it every like sixth dinner wow okay wow it's so rich that sometimes I go blind afterwards because sometimes my eyes stop working when I eat a lot of food yeah um, but it's great <laughs> <laughs> I get that way when I have too much sugar. Sometimes I get the most painful sugar yes. headache at the front and of my sweats. head. Yeah. I fully sweat after the custard. I can literally have so much sugar and I'm so fine. But this has like a cholesterol sweat to it too because it's so fatty. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's, I guess that's slightly less Lauren's cousin's cake because I think she uses Jamie Oliver's recipe if anyone wants an epic oh. custard. Well, if anyone wants the um, recipe for the citrus trifle, I can give it to you because I have it and it's fucking epic. We'll story it. Okay. Yeah, please. Story is so good. My other favorite thing is my mother-in-law's potato salad. Oh. It is a you know potato salad. It's a Christmas classic, but there's many variations. This is, is it a Christmas classic? I feel yeah. like it's, it's an, an Australia Australian Day yeah. Classic. Yeah. classic. Yeah. Okay. It's a German potato salad, so no bacon. What's in it? None of that stuff. Well, they're more pickly. Pickle? Yes. So it's like oh, no, really, it's not, it's not my potato salad. It's not I love pickle in a potato salad. Yeah, me too. Mm. So really finely cut up potatoes. Yeah. Really finely cut up egg. Like scallop potatoes almost, or no, like like almost diced, oh, oh, like really yeah. small. And then so everything's cut up the same size. There's not a big texture yeah, disparity. Nice. Pickles cut up. I can't stop talking about it because I'm too passionate. No, go. And um, eggs cut up. And then a little bit of chives or spring Yum. onion. This is my favorite kind of salad. Yes. And then 100,000 liters of mayonnaise yep. with equal portion pickle juice. Yep. Oh. I know. Oh Yum. my God. It's so, it's so tangy. And then it's like sloppy as and it smells like farty eggs. It's so <laughs> good. It sounds and she disgusting. Makes it, she makes it in such large quantities that she has to make it in a washing up tub. <laughs> Like what you put your washing in, you know those like silicon. Yes. Yeah. And she's like stirring it with a giant spoon, Holy like it's a cauldron. Shit. And does she? Do you go through it all? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. god. Ew. Ew. Yeah. So that's my favorite. I want to try that. That sounds amazing. Yeah. It sounds disgusting. And then the other thing I actually asked. You have more. Can... Yeah. This is the one that people can actually go and get. This yeah. segment's gone for like twenty five minutes. It's, it's just us talking about food. Okay. And then this you can go and buy. And I went to bring it for you. I was going to bring it. Okay, so it's stocked. Have you ever shopped at stocked? No. No. There's one in Malvern and there's one in Turak, I think. What is that? Um, it's like a gourmet shop. Like you can buy like ready made. Is it S T O K E D? 
That's D-O-C-K-E-D. Yeah. They've got, like, mousses and, like, pickles. It's like a gourmet deli kind Mm. of thing. They have zucchini pickles. Ooh. Oh, my God. No. They were delicious. I think they had some onion in there, too. Oh, my God. Less crispy, more... I don't know. Mushy? They, I would have actually thought that they were a cucumber pickle until some, until it was pointed out that they were zucchini. Did they, they were slice them so they weren't like cukes? They were like slices. No, sliced like a bread and butter pickle. Yeah, nice. They nice. were delicious and I will buy you some because they were great. Please. No more fermented faves <laughs> oh, of the week, please, because they're disgusting. Foods. No! Okay. It's good for your microbiome. It's so, so delicious. It's so very, disgusting. Yeah, sweet, tangy, delightful. And I'm going to try pickling a lot more things next year. Please. Good oh. luck with that. I will not be trying them. <laughs> <laughs> so dismissive about pickling. <laughs> All right. I think that's us done for this episode. It's been a bit of a ram, ram, random ramble. It has. But I think it was necessary to kick off the new year and we'll have some more fun things coming for you next week. Yep. People asked. They're like looking forward to seeing what you bring out in the new year. And I was like, oh, so much pressure. Sanction is always sent up. <laughs> we have some cool specials though that we're going to bring out. That we, we do have, have some been specials. asking about. Yes. So. Yeah, so obviously, as always, please let us know if there's things that you want us to talk about because we live off your suggestions. Yeah, mm. thank you so much for contributing to our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and if you listen to this podcast and you aren't yet following us on Instagram, please do because that's a way that people can find us. Yes, and we ask questions all the time, like our laquos. Like, we yeah. need to know what you want us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so please give us a pity like. And so many people are loyal listeners but haven't reviewed us because a lot of our loyal listeners are on Spotify so yes. if you could please just download the podcast app leave a review and then you can go back to your Spotify land it would make a world of difference to us oh. fucking hell alright okay, well let's end on that one <laughs> let's get out of here <laughs> goodbye everybody see happy ya. 2020 bye yes. see you next week bye we wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.